Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey gang, welcome back into another podcast edition of Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders, financial coach at Strategic Planning Corporation, serving us here in the Carolina area, 336-668-4338. That is your number to call. Uh, if you've got questions or concerns, if you hear something on the podcast before you take action, reach out to Mike and talk with him specifically about your own unique situation. He's a financial coach and here to help, 336-668-4338. And we always appreciate you tuning into our podcast. Podcast here at spcinvesting.com. That is where you can find them online. You can also subscribe to the podcast, and hopefully you've done that already or shared it with some friends or family on social media and whatnot. We certainly would appreciate that. Mike's been helping families for a long time. He's been in the industry for over 42 years or 42 years, somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't want to age him, but uh, he's been doing this a while. <laughs> Mike, how are you this week? And no flying tires this week, right? No, I was trying to think if I had anything really cool to tell you about that's happened since then, but you that- just live a boring yeah, life. That you know, one was, yeah, that one was pretty exciting, though. So we, we don't need any more. We don't need too many of those in, in any given calendar year. <laughs> no random yeah, tires coming off at your head. Not a good idea. Uh, uh, well, listen, no. let's get back into our topic from last week. We actually had a really good podcast that we had some great ideas for people on third and fourth quarter. You know, kind of a to-do list, kind of a checklist of things. We said last time we were going to finish that conversation with some more items for people to think about. As we're winding down the year, I know it's the end of August, but the year is over before you know it because next thing you know, holiday season starts to happen. And, you know, lo and behold, you'll think, oh, God, I don't have any time to do anything because it's the end of October and November's almost a total wash anymore because now Thanksgiving and Christmas take up the entire month of November and December, it seems like. <laughs> it's, you know, yes, between yes. marketing and everything else, it seems like those whole two months are just gone. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so a few more items here to think about. Mike gave us some cool things to check out on the first, uh, the prior podcast. So go listen to that one if you did not get a chance to on third and fourth quarter planning to-do list. And we've got four more to cover. We covered two on that last one. So we're going to get right into it this week. We're going to skip some news topics and just continue on with this. Our next one on the list, Mike, is offsetting gains with losses in your investments. That can confuse people. Can Mm. you break that one out for us? Okay. You know, last year, the uh, fourth quarter of 2018 was a difficult time for most people who have investments in the stock markets because at about October 3rd last year, I think it was, uh, the market peaked from uh, a fairly good run-up for the year. And of mm-hmm. course, the prior year, 2017, had been a very nice year. I think the market was up around 17 18% for that year in terms of just the stock market. So you, you had a couple of uh, years there of, of some pretty good returns, even going back into 16 a little bit, 2016. And so then comes this big drop. And you know what some people unfortunately do sometimes is they complain about that. But <laughs> right. what you ought to be doing is looking at, okay, is there a silver lining here, an opportunity for me? So looking at the end of the year and you see where you've had some situations where maybe some recent purchases were made and then because of new money going into your accounts and that sort of thing, and then it's you've had a downdraft in the market. It may be a good opportunity to do some rebalancing of your portfolio, number one, which you always want to be looking at doing that where you're selling what's high, buying what's low, but there may be a place to make some sideways adjustments where you could take something that has had a loss. You don't want to get rid of, you know, you shouldn't be picking stocks and moving things around like that, but you've got some 
loss positions that you can go ahead and take and then reposition those back into other things that are lower even in terms of recent activity in the markets. And that loss that you took could offset gains. Now, you don't want to just go out and do that. You got to have a reason for doing it. You need to have some gains that you've recognized. And when I say recognized, I mean where you've actually sold something that had created a taxable gain or increase in some position that you sold. Now, where sometimes this happens is totally outside of your investment accounts. It might be that you uh, sold a piece of real estate, either an investment property or you had maybe something that you uh, just had as uh, in your family and you sold it, maybe a second home or something like that, and you've got gain. If you've got some losses somewhere else that you can take to offset some of that gain, it could do reduction, cause a reduction in the tax on that net amount of gain, could even potentially create a small loss that would offset other income up to $3,000 a year. Okay. And the other thing it could do is if you're in the 10 or 12% tax bracket and you have capital gains, if it doesn't throw you up into a higher bracket, the tax rate on those gains is 0%. Okay. So if you have nice. some losses that you can use to offset some of those gains and keep you in the 12% bracket, if you're close to moving up into the next bracket, which is 22%, that could save you a ton of money. So it's not something you just go out and do, get some help. Yeah, Sit absolutely. Down, plan. You need to know what's going on in your income tax bracket that year or in your income tax situation. And uh, do a little pro forma planning to see what it looks like before you start making moves because there are some things you got to watch out for, like wash sales and things like that. So just something that deserves uh, some planning. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if some of that stuff makes sense to you, awesome. If some of that stuff sounds a little like a little bit like Greek, that's okay. That's why we're doing the podcast to hopefully provide you with some education on that. And so <laughs> that's a great way for you to, again, do some fourth quarter planning and sit down with an advisor and say, hey, I want to talk about how I can improve my end of year with some things like offsetting gains with losses and let them walk you through that, as well as some of the other topics we're going to cover here on the podcast. I mentioned on the prior show, Mike, getting updates on estimates for our retirement income streams. Now, clearly, if we're approaching retirement, having the most accurate numbers and estimates on pensions and Social Security is going to be helpful if you're going in to sit down with an advisor or you're starting to make projections or budgets or things where you're looking at what that might look like coming up. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of things that, of course, comes into play with. One thing that I think is a hot topic right now that needs to be considered is if you're not retired yet and okay. you're looking at what am I expecting to have happen here? You know, one of the things that you might want to be thinking about is what is my tax situation going to look like in retirement? Is all my money going to be stuff that's taxed right now? Is some of it going to be taxed later? Or do I have some in a bucket that's not going to be taxed ever? There's three buckets, so to speak, tax now, tax later, tax never. And if you're looking at that and you say, wow, you know, my social security, my pension, I can't do anything about that. That's potentially taxable now. Now, social security may or may not be depending on the right. structure of all your income. We could talk about that more later. But if you know that, and that's important to know because then you can start making some decisions about, okay, should I be looking at maybe moving some of that money that's going to always be taxed now outside of the things you can't do anything about, social security, pensions, and uh, moving it to things that are going to be taxed never. How about things that are going to be taxed later, like IRAs, traditional IRAs? Should I be looking at trying to move that to something that's going to be taxed never? 
don't necessarily need to move at all because just depending again on what you know about your streams of income from pensions and social security, it may not be appropriate to move at all to taxed never type situations. And it does take some planning. It does take some conversation about where you're at now, what you're going to be doing going into that time frame, and so forth. Now, if you're already in retirement, uh, it's a little different story, but you should have a pretty good idea of what pensions and social security are each year. And you know, if you're going to get a little increase or not, Right in those things. And you may want to be doing the same sort of thing. If you've got money that's being taxed currently, there might be some better ways to position that to maybe take care of some other stuff on a tax-free basis, like long-term care expenses and things of that nature. Okay. Um, additionally, uh, moving from traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs with uh, what's called a Roth conversion. And that's what I was referring to previously with uh, people that are not yet retired. But you need to have a handle on those income streams because those are not things you can change really. It's the other areas where you can make changes, but you got to coordinate around those income streams. Okay. So again, some more good ideas here. Hopefully, uh, if you are not jotting down some notes, the great thing about a podcast is you can pause and back it up. (laughs) It's not like the radio Mm -hmm. where you might miss it and forget it. You can just back this thing up and listen to it, or you can refer to it as you are making yourself some notes about things to do in your third and fourth quarter planning to do list. A couple more here Mm -hmm. before we wrap up, Mike. We talked about the debt-free stuff. Okay. So we're not saying be debt free in a, obviously in a single calendar year, but hopefully you've got a plan, especially if you're approaching retirement or in retirement, you know, part of your plan is what you're doing to continue to pay down that debt. You know, obviously, you know, Dave Ramsey and others like say, you know, no debt, no debt, no debt mm-hmm. going into retirement. Everybody's got a different take on it, but you still should have that plan in place so that each year you're reviewing how you've been about paying your debt down so that you're getting closer and closer to being debt free. Yeah. And you've really hit the nail on the head is you got to have a plan. If you don't, you have a plan and it's to do nothing. Right. (laughs) Um, What's the old thing? You know, you aim at nothing, you're sure to hit it. That's exactly right. uh, So, yeah. You've played golf with me, haven't you? (laughs) I have played golf. Yes. You played golf with me. They they sometimes say I hit the ball airmail. I just forgot to put an address on it. That's exactly right. Yes. I I hit it and it goes, I'm like, I don't know what happened to it, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's gone. But uh, yeah, with debt and that sort of thing, you do want to. It's a guaranteed return on your money when you eliminate debt because you're paying that interest rate on that and you can reduce that. That's like making good money and it reduces what your cash flow need is in retirement and other places, other times. So yeah, get a plan. Is it a debt snowball? Is it uh, paying the smallest one off first and then rolling the payments from that one to the next one and so forth? Or is it paying the highest interest rate off first? Yeah. Some people need different kinds of motivations and some Sometimes getting a few of those smaller ones knocked out quicker is the motivation needed. Others knocking off that high interest rate is the motivation. Get a plan. Yeah, the debt snowball, I was just talking with somebody about that, does uh, doing that method work. You can certainly check that out if you want to, the debt snowball method. You can Google that. Do not just Mm -hmm. Google the other way, just snowball. That would not be good. But do debt snowball. You can check that out. And uh, there's definitely a couple of different things out there on how this method works versus some different types of ways of paying down credit card debt and things of that nature. So check that out as well. Okay, final one, number six. This will be our last one here for this particular podcast. And that's going to be rebalancing the portfolio to make sure that we're being as diversified as possible. So We've talked about this before. How often should we be rebalancing mm-hmm. our portfolio or having our advisors rebalance? Yeah, there, there are studies that show that the most effective way, the one that produces the highest return is a rebalance once a year. However, most accounts are rebalanced daily. 
by virtue of new money coming into the accounts, into the mutual funds that you're invested in, if that's how you do things. And we typically use that for our clients, as opposed to trying to pick individual stocks and get enough diversification by having enough in the basket. The funds coming into the mutual fund get deployed into the positions that are in the account already in a, a nature that rebalances within the fund. So you get a little bit of that going on constantly, but you need to at least once a year, look at your portfolio and say, hey, what were my targets? Was I 95% in stocks with 50% in the US and 45% in international and then further breakdowns from there and then 5% in fixed income or was I 50-50, 40-60 or whatever? Where am I relative to target? And if you're outside of the target by very much, it's not a bad idea to take some of that and move it around to get back to target. Because if you don't, over time, your portfolio is going to tend to get riskier because the more aggressive pieces tend to perform better over time. And therefore, they become a larger part of the portfolio, which means that your portfolio is gradually getting riskier. And if it goes for a while and then we have a crash or a major downturn in the market, your portfolio might go down further than you anticipated based on your risk tolerance. So good idea to do that periodically. All right. Well, there you go. Well, that is our podcast uh, series on third and fourth quarter planning to-do lists. A lot of good items on there. Again, refer back to the prior podcast if you want to check out number one and two. This was three through six. A lot of good things you can uh, review, ideas that you can uh, bring to Mike or you bring to your advisor and say, hey, I want to talk about some of these. If you're not getting the response from your advisor that you'd like, reach out and give Mike a call. 336-668-4338 is that number to do so. 336-668-4338. And Mike, before we go, let's have a little fun. Let's do a little getting to know you. Um, we do this from time to time where I just ask you a random question just to get to know you a little okay. bit better. We always appreciate your financial comments, but sometimes it's nice to learn a little bit more about you. So uh, let me see. I've got a few to choose from. Let me go with this one this week. If you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? A lot of times I do have a hard time sleeping. So what I'll do is read. If I didn't have to sleep, boy, that's what I do. I love reading. I just love devouring books. So, yep, that's what I do. Okay. Now, are you are you still an old school guy with reading or are you going, have you gone new school yet? Are you still like, you need the, the oh, an yeah. actual book or paper or are you into the e-readers and stuff? Yeah, I, I prefer to hold a book if I'm going to read something where I'm using my eyes. But I also do a lot of audiobook oh, okay. um, reading, um, listening, so to speak. Yeah, it's kind of like fact, tough, yeah, it's like interesting. A couple right? weeks ago, yeah, yeah, right. When the tire hit me a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to a book as I was driving. So you know, I can do that and pay attention to what's going on, on the road, but I can also be hearing a book. Right. So yeah, yeah, I listen a lot because I'm in the car a lot, and so that's how I get a lot of books read. But yeah, if I'm going to be on vacation, I want to hold a book in my hand and enjoy it that way. Okay. Very cool. So not much for the Kindle or the e-readers, huh? Not much for those. I do read them some, but that's more business type stuff for just enjoyment. Gotcha. Uh, I, I, I like to hold the book. The, old, yeah. the old fashioned book. Yeah. I'm with you. I kind of like the, yep. I'm weird like that too. Like the smell of a book is, I know that's strange sounding, mm -hmm. but that's always got a nice little kind of thing, like a nostalgia thing to it as well. So, all right, well, there you go. Well, that's our podcast for this week. That's our getting to know you with Mike. And again, subscribe to us, go check us out at spcinvesting.com. Uh, that's Mike's website. You can learn more about the Mike and the team there, tools, tips, resources, spcinvesting.com. You subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or whatever platform of choice. And of course, make sure you give us a share and uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you next time here on the program. This has been Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. I'll say goodbye from Mike for this week. I'm Mark Killian, your host, and we'll catch you next time right here on the show. Hey. 
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.